Are you looking for a way to grow your B2B business or software company? Well, how about learning some of the best tips for content marketing, connecting with potential partners, and pitching your business? Well, if that's you and it sounds great, I invite you to join us on our upcoming B2B content marketing Q&A and speed dating podcast party. This is a live Zoom call for our community members and listeners to our podcast that can come along and you'll get to interact, learn something new, and then also have a chance to get expert advice and make valuable connections. All right, the session will be recorded and uh, published on our Authentic Influence podcast. All right, so register now and join us live on Zoom. The next event is coming up in a few weeks' time. Just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast party to register. There's only 15 spots, so if you want to jump in, uh, go ahead and do that today. Hope to see you there real soon. So what's the best content strategy for a healthcare consulting business? Well, that's the question we're going to answer with this episode. And before we do that, let me just emphasize that the best content strategy is going to be highly dependent on where you are in your business, who your target audience is, and a whole bunch of other things that that need to come into place, right? So um, having said that, in this episode, we share a recording of a live Q&A session from our May B2B podcast party, where L. Kersey, founder of LuxMaverick.com, that's Lux, L-U-X-E, Maverick.com, asks, how do I create a content strategy for my healthcare consulting business? Uh, So we tackle that in this session, and this should give you some idea of the elements of what you might want to include in your content strategy, whether or not you have a healthcare consulting business, it should still apply. So let's get into it. Well, I'm going to ask Ellie because you are actually here, Ellie. Uh, before I'm, I'm going to not answer the other two questions for now. Let's go to Ellie. Do you have a question for me while whilst you have my attention? Okay, so uh, I guess my question would be: When you are, um, when you when you what how do you begin like okay so you know your content strategy that's always a thing like everybody's like you gotta you gotta begin with your strategy first so where do you go to decide what your strategy should be you know because it's there's a bajillion different types of strategies yeah so let's start off are you clear on the difference between a strategy and tactics Maybe, maybe not. So, so let, let's have a quick uh, mini coaching session here. Um, Erica, maybe you being a strategist, how would you define strategy versus tactics? Um, strategies is the implementations of models. Implementation of models. Okay, so what's a tactic then? A gimmick, maybe? I'm Ooh. not really sure. <laughs> that's all right that's all right so, so i don't think they last long um yeah typically tactics don't go for a long time um so that's a good point uh strategy is is the end goal all right okay what are we trying to achieve okay another way that this is you could think about this is what direction are we headed okay right like for for l 
what's the strategy of your business? Where do you want your business to be in five years time? What do you want to be known for? Um, I want to be known for, um, oh, wow. Uh, having the presenting to the world, the best version of microcurrent. That's really what I want to be known for. And I want to also have a, like, I want to do, have training. So right now we're just trying to get more kind of iconic or notary, you know, uh, more visible clients so that we can kind of tell the world, like, this really works. So use that kind of celebrity idea. But at the same time, we're going to build a school so that people can come and learn how to use microcurrent the way that I created it. Okay. Um, you call it microcurrent, okay? So what, can yes. you describe what that is? Microcurrent therapy is um, an electronic, uh, well, the device is electric, and we use in a modality is we take the energy frequency of your body to make your body remember what it actually is supposed to be doing. So like if you have scar tissue, your body continues to make scar tissue for a long period of time because it's confused because you haven't um, done what you need to do, like rest and get enough nutrition and all those kind of things yep. to have your body stop, right? So, um, so what microcurrent does is it reminds the cells of what they're supposed to be doing so that they must stop making too much scar tissue, and it begins to the actual healing process that's supposed to take place after the scar tissue is formed. Okay. So there's. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. All right. So, tell me who you mentioned professional athletes. Is there anyone else? Is that the, the primary group of people that you serve? Yes. Professional athletes and high performance executives. Like, um, uh, like take executives that like, uh, one of my clients is a, um, a, a architect. Mm -hmm. But what he has to always do is be up on like super high buildings and stuff. And yeah. he was starting to yeah. lose his balance. And so um, I had to help him and, and, you know, I'd been to the doctor, done everything and nothing was working. And so what I figured out was that he had like some atrophy um, that needed to be addressed. So it once I fixed it, he was able to go back to work without worrying about falling off the scaffolding. <laughs> So, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a great story. So, so, and a great example of what, how your work impacts somebody, right? So, um, so if this is the, the this is the direction. Okay? So this could be like the 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 five year or the ten year goal or the vision, right, for where we're headed, right? So, so that to me, then the question is, okay, if we were to zoom that to twelve months from now, all right, mm -hmm. what needs to happen in in twelve months for us to get to that vision that's a five-year or ten-year vision um i believe that we probably need to get probably some i don't, I don't know if i don't know if athletes are considered like a-list celebrity type stuff but like i probably need to at least have two a-list uh, athletes um i'm working on that right now um uh, we worked on we worked on those in the next 12 months oh and also we need to um uh, have like so we have a podcast and and I wrote a book and um uh what's the other thing we do in Erica the book the podcast and something else you wrote two ebooks 
Oh, yeah. Oh, and, and then I got a new lead magnet that Jimmy's making me. Oh, so, the event? So, it was a Six oh, Summit yeah, yeah, series. Yeah. Oh, yes. So, so that's, so, yeah, so we got the, so we got the, so we got the ebook, we have the printed book, we got the lead magnet, we have the podcast, and, um, so the ebook we're gonna do a whole I mean the the printed book we're gonna do a whole launch for it. So I'll be out there doing uh um the the book tour, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. So, so if I can uh just clarify with you the, the build a school, that's a, is that a a longer term vision or is that what needs to happen before you build the school? Um, all that stuff I just told you, um, is going to happen before the end of this year. So that's already in the works. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, right. And so next year I'm thinking probably, um, probably maybe like a year from now. So now like around this time next year, we should be able to, because we already have people who want to, um, want to learn. Yeah. Sorry about that. We already have people who want to learn, but we are in the process of, um, you know, you got to put the everything together. You know, it has okay. to, I want it to be a good school. Okay, cool. Love it. So we have a bigger, so this is a broader strategy and this could be your company strategy, right? Which is here. And mm -hmm. then we have a 12 month strategy, right? Which is, okay, what needs to happen in terms of the business? Now, what you haven't spoken about yet is what's the revenue, right? For you to, um, if you get two celebrity athletes, right? Well, how much are they paying you? What's the, you know, how does the business sustain itself, right? Do you want to be profitable within 12 months? Do you, or is it, or is it more just about, let's just get those two celebrity athletes. So then we have brand. Like what, what is, you know what I mean? Like what's, what's at the end of the 12 months, uh, by this time in 2023, okay, where is the business at? Okay, so if we get the two celebrity, um, the two celebrities, uh they will bring other people so i will have so because the goal for me is to be able to see between 18 and 20 i think it's 24 people in a, a year right so um the revenue i'm feeling like we should, in the in this first year we should be able to do like three hundred and thirty thousand. okay that's good um okay. minimum yep and then how much is your salary in that or with you and your team members, what's the? I don't need you. Yeah, I don't need you. I don't, yeah, okay. I don't want you to I don't know. here, but I, I want you to think about it. Okay, so so you right, need to okay. go because for a business, it's not just about the revenue; it's also about how much you're spending and keeping it afterwards. Yes. Okay, got you. So you want to break that down. What's our what's our um what's our what's our uh, salary or profit? If you want to talk about profit, and then what is uh -huh. our expenses? Right. Um, mm -hmm. And so you want to factor those numbers in and think about those, okay? And that gives us a direction, okay? Because then if we allocate, okay, expenses are maybe 50% of the revenue, right? That's just a number I'm making up. Mm -hmm. here. But then, then you can work within that. You can say, well, of those expenses, let's break those down. What are those expenses? What are the actual, you know, I've got to pay for my rent. I've got to pay for uh, you know, staff. I've got to pay for um, supplies. I've got to pay for you know, whatever it may be. Uh, licenses, if you've got that, if you've insurances, if you've got that. So these are all things that are important. Okay, so this, this is, you might be thinking, why am I talking about financial conversation in a content strategy conversation? It's because um, I want you and Erica and anyone listening to this to get very clear that a business right, 
is dependent upon how much you know money you're making um, and and how much you're you're essentially giving away or, or investing into making that business sustainable, right? Because um, you don't want to be where I was, where I you know basically ran my business for three years and made zero money, right? Um, and really, and if it wasn't for my, my saving grace, which is my wife and her financial support, uh, you know, I would have given up a long time ago. So, so this is important. Okay, and I know, uh, particularly if you've got if your parents and you have kids to take care of and these sort of things and family members, um, that all there pay, plays into the equation. Okay, um, so now from there, what I would say, okay, if your goal is to hit 330 revenue target and you've already, already identified 18 to 24 clients per year, that's brilliant. Okay, so then my next question would be, how do we get those 18 to 24 clients? Okay, um, and so that comes down to talking about what are, from there, what are the things, what are we offering, right? So packages, uh, products, right? Okay, so the, these are the things that you would, would, I assume you already have those, L and Erica, I know you, you're working through those. Uh, and then from there, you know, tactics are individual activities that you're doing, you're putting out there um, to try and, um, you know, attract new business. Okay, so ebook, printed book, lead magnet, podcast, they're all tactics. Okay, um, the, the broader strategy is our strategy here is to, to excuse me, secure 18 clients in the next 12 months. That is your strategy and keep that in your head. And that and those 18 to 24 clients need to generate around $330,000, or you might have that as a range. You might have, it has to be between, you know, maybe at the minimum you want 200K, um, 330 is nice, or maybe, you know, give yourself a range so there's some leeway, all right? So you don't feel like, oh, just because we didn't hit the 330, it's a failure, right? Um, right. I think it could be more. I was being just okay. kind of, that's kind of like, that was like the, when I first started this, I was like, that would be a great starting place. Okay, so what would, right. be, what would be the high end of that then? If it's- <clears throat> Two million. Two million, okay. Right, so then you're gonna need several athletes that can pay uh, packages that are higher premium, um, you know, for whatever service that you deliver. And that's fine, you can work that out. Um, right, so, right. so I, I do have like I have a I have a, a roadmap of um, of, uh, of services that's uh, that's available. Yeah. So like my highest package is a million dollars, and that's where we go through your entire body and we get rid of all of the old injuries that you've ever had. That because what we what I in my research and talking to actual athletes is what they tell what they said is that they've had injuries since they were young that they ended up having to compensate for for most of their lives and so like they all had to take not all but some of them have to take ibuprofen some of them have to do like really strenuous things like acupuncture taping and all different kinds of things just to be able to make it to the field so what i can do is like keep, get rid of all that so they no longer have to do those compensation things on the field that that reduces their uh elite status just a little bit little bit so the more we can get rid of those things the better for them awesome and i love that you mentioned that you have a million dollar package so that could be then work out well who's who's the ideal buyer for that package right so it could it, it could be a sports team uh where you're servicing multiple athletes in, in, you know at once it could be 
one individual athlete, super high end athlete, maybe you get LeBron James. Who knows, right? Um, so, no, we need we need Tiger Woods because I yeah. feel so bad for him. He just so he just suffering, and I'm like, dude, we can fix you. You yeah. won't have to worry about yeah. none of that. There you go, right? So <laughs> there you go. be fine. He's not yeah. hurt though. Well, well, it happens. Um, so I, I love it. Okay, so then you go. Okay, you know your who, you know your your the strategy here. This is the strategy, right? You know your what your offers are. Okay, and then from here for content, right? These are content tactics because everything that you've put you've mentioned so far and Erica's mentioned these are all types of content yeah um what I'd be looking for is in terms of your strategy how do you do you have a good mix of inbound versus outbound and what I mean by that is all these things here are what I call inbound right it basically means that you create something and then you put it somewhere and then people come to you because they've they've, they've found that thing right Outbound is where you actually put together a list of potential clients, businesses, partners, whatever it is, and you reach out to them and you go, hey, this is what we do. Can we have a conversation about um, you know, how we might be able to support you, right? Uh, and, and, you know, there's this, I guess, it's a philosophy that, you know, you can just grow on inbound. And I think in, that, that's a myth. So I mentioned earlier how I helped that the accounting firm to, to get their organic traffic. You know, within two years, we had doubled the amount of traffic coming to the website and they were getting like 3,000 visitors per month from their website. Um, but a lot of their business came initially in the initial two years came from actually us finding these businesses and, and going into communities and speaking into those communities and reaching out to individuals and saying, hey, you know, we see that you're this type of business or this type of person. Uh, we, serve, we serve people like you, uh, you know, would you like to have a conversation around how we do that, right? Um, and, and or do, do you want to go and, and check out this, you know, um, this, this book that, that we've, we've printed or this ebook, you know, we've created this ebook for people just like you. Do you want to go check that out? So you're going to them rather than waiting for them to come to you, okay? And so you want to have a good split between that, that inbound activity, um, which is the things that you're already doing, and then the outbound activity, right? Um, <clears throat> so... Okay, now content, in terms of content strategy, uh, the content strategy needs to answer three key things. What's the goal? We've done that. So this is the goal, okay? 12 month vision. And you might break that down to 90 days, okay? If we wanna get 18 clients or 24 clients in 12 months, how many do we want in the next 90 days, right? Um, and you can divide that by four, if that's the way you do that. Um, and then from there, you wanna go into, okay, uh, who are we serving, which we've already defined that, okay? And I want you to get very specific around this. Professional athletes in what, in what sports, right? Um, High-performance executives in what industries, right? Uh, what, what industries where, you know, my microcurrent therapy is going to be relevant to them? Because like you said, that example you just gave me, um, that's a very relevant industry, like for that particular individual. Uh, so you might focus on particularly just that in industry. Let's go find more people like that individual, right? Um, and let's go, because you've got limited time and budget, you can't go speaking to every single industry. So for you, it's going to be, we're going to focus there and let's go and start trying to get in front of these organizations in that industry, make a list of the top you know, 20 or 50 companies in that industry, uh, and then go, let's, let's reach out to them and say, can we come and deliver a, you know, a 30 minute or, or 60, 60 minute 
uh, talk for free, right? Um, to educate your people about the risks of not having this sorted out, yeah? Um, and then in that you will share these stories of executives that you worked with or that you've heard about where these injuries have occurred, um, you know, and you just, that's, that's also content marketing, going out and giving presentations. And, you know, this is why Erica does virtual summits. Um, virtual presentations are also, is also content marketing, right? So, um, so either you go, you know, it's up to you. I like to get out in the front of a room and speak to real people so that I can interact with them. Um, but based on your situation, maybe because you're a mom and other things, so it's easier for you to do from home or your home office and you just do it virtually. Uh, either way, either or, up to you, right? Um, but definitely think about speaking um, and, and doing that on a regular basis. And, and you're doing a podcast, which is where you're the host and you're giving information out. And maybe you're inviting these high performance athletes and execs on as guests. So you're interviewing them about their careers and you know the, the certain challenges that they're having. Um, that's also a good strategy, right? Um, to actually get in front of those potential clients. Okay, so if, if you're not already doing that, invite, find those people and invite them onto your podcast. Okay, um, and, and the goal is not to sell anything to them in that conversation. It's really just to find out more about them and build that relationship. And then, you know, at the end of that, when you, you, you stop the recording, you can say, hey, you know, you know, by the way, you know, have you been experiencing any injuries lately? You know, and you start to get to know more about their, their situation. Uh, and then that can lead to, hey, did you want to, you don't do it in that call, but you could say, well, did you want to have a, you know, book, book a separate time and we can talk about how we can help you um, with your, uh, improve the recovery speed, right? And then, so that's a very natural way to go about that, you know, um, your lead magnet ties into your podcast anyway, anything that you're doing, whether it's content on social media, or whatever, you, sh you should be talking about what your lead magnet is and letting people know that's out there. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, Sorry, content, think about, and then break it into quarters. Every quarter, that's why I like to say 90-day cycles. I do 90-day content strategies with my clients, right? So I, I say, okay, over the next 90 days, we are not going to do all these four things. That's too much, right? I would say, what is the quickest way to, and we talked about outreach too. So, you know, what is the quickest way to get the, those first six clients or first four clients, right? Um what can we focus on in the next 30 days or the next 90 days to get in front of those, you know, um, those, those four, four clients, right? And so you might go, okay, well, a podcast is going to take time, right? But if I do it, if I do it right, uh, I could, if I'm speaking to one athlete and one performance exec every single week for the next, um, you know, uh, 12 weeks, um, that's 12, 12 potential clients and maybe two or four of those become real clients. Right, so so that that's a to me that would be a good investment if you're doing it that way. Um, you might say, okay, well, a book. If you haven't, you know, if if you're just starting out and you haven't written a book yet, books take time. <laughs> um, and then there's a publishing process, and then there's a marketing process, and there's a whole thing. It also takes cost can cost a lot of money depending on on, on how you do it. Right. Um, if it's just an ebook, okay, you could probably whip that up relatively quickly, get it out there. But you're going to still have the same problem. Is how do I get the ebook in front of those people who are most likely to become clients? Yeah. Um, so now you're going to have to think about do I run summits? Do I uh, run ads to it? Do I, you know, partner? Uh, the quickest, the way I would see doing that is partnering with someone who already has that audience, 
So maybe there's an association out there for athletes or some kind of club that, that supports these athletes. And you go to them and you say, hey, I've got this ebook, which is actually all about how to help athletes, um, you know, recover better, whatever, deal with these injuries. Uh, I think this would be great value to your community. Um, do you want to talk about how we can, we can collaborate to share that with them, right? Uh, and so, and that maybe comes in a form of you also doing a talk, you know, whether virtual or in person to that community, right? And then in that community, as the gift for joining up, for coming to the talk, you give them the ebook, right? That's how you get it to them. So the, 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 the value is not the book itself. The, value, the book is kind of like the gift, but the value is actually you getting in front of the audience and speaking for 30 minutes, yeah? Um, and, and that's why, and so now, now you're, now you're all, all you're really focused on is, well, what if I just got in front of a, a different audience, you know, every, every two weeks or once a month, right? Once a month, I'm trying to, what I'm aiming for is getting in front of a group of athletes, right? Um, and so can you do that? Is that more realistic? Can you spend three weeks trying to secure a speaking gig, do the speaking gig, and then give away the ebook to everyone that attends? And in exchange, what they're doing is they're giving you their email addresses and saying, hey, yes, uh, you know, I, I, I want to learn more about what you're doing. Uh, and then you, as you're offering the ebook, you're also offering them a free consultation, right? And so that's how, how you, you know, we've, we've, now we have a content plan. We're going, okay, this is what we're going to focus on. Uh, and this requires uh, as much or as little energy as you want, but the key is to simplify, right? When I see, oh my gosh, there's five or 10 things you've got to be doing here. That's just too much. Like, like you, you're, you're, you're going to burn yourself into the ground and, and you know, and unless you've got a team supporting you. Um, and I think just focus on my, my uh, tagline for our business is, you know, focus on what, matter, on what, what actually matters. Uh, and, you know, for you, it's getting clients, right? Getting those, those celebrity clients or even not celebrity clients. It doesn't matter. Like let's get a few clients. Because what happens is when you get those initial clients and you serve them, then you get case studies, Okay. Uh, and then from case studies, it's easier to get the next batch of clients because now you can literally go to these people and say, hey, here's Margaret. I helped Margaret do this. Here's, you know, here's Tiger Woods. You might not know who he is, but uh, we helped him you know, uh, you know, win the next PGA tournament, right? Whatever it was, um, that, that's, that's how you go about it, okay? So awesome. Yes, I, I appreciate this so much. I literally, like, I had a clinic for 14 years so essentially what's happened is we've taken like i have thousands of case Ooh, studies nice um yes yeah, so um we so the reason the podcast is going to be like a revamp so it's not necessarily new it's an it's update and um so the lead magnet i actually won a professional lead magnet from moving forward small business that's the right name right erica and so they that's what that's what their founder specializes in so oh, he's nice. actually working on that for me right now so i'm like ah! um <laughs> i've been talking about that so much awesome. uh erica's cool. jealous because she didn't get the win but um <laughs> and the the book is i already wrote the book it's already at the at the public at the at the editor so all that's happening so uh, that i guess it seems like a lot and like i'm doing a lot and i do have a, a big t a team with me on this so yeah so i don't want you to think i was going crazy but um <laughs> yeah i really i really love the 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 perspective this makes so much sense it was such a, so amazing um, I really appreciate you answering my question because this, I mean, I wasn't expecting that, <laughs> but it, it really helps me kind of um, hone in and, and, and focus, you know, because, you know, you, 
you know that you you know these things like okay you always got to start with your strategy and then you start looking at strategies it's like there's a million freaking strategies yep. and then um and i'm constantly like okay so we could do this so we could do that we could do this so we could do that and i love the 90 day thing um todd herman in his 90 day year i took a a thing from him a few years ago and i freaking love it so i love that whole concept of the 90 days and um and erica would tell you like i get a lot done in a really short period of time so i literally sure wrote, the book in, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that book in what four days yeah wow. she has no idea what procrastination is you killed it that's a woman on a mission so i i uh yeah i, I think just from so you know you go from here and you basically just lay it out you know on a spreadsheet or something you know what what happens week one, week two, week three, week four, for the next 12 weeks, okay? What's the one key initiative that you're doing that week, right? Um, so let's do it. Week, right? Key activity, key result you're aiming for, okay? So it might be, you know, book three discovery, three conversations. It could be deliver one talk. It could be, you know, um, whatever it is, right? Uh, and then you might just have, um, notes or team members who who i would put who who's the one that's actually doing the work all right so you so you want to be clear especially if you're delegating things um so that way you're tracking that on, on, a, on a regular basis okay uh, and it's okay to have two or three because you, now that i know that you've got a team it's okay for you to have the podcast going weekly it's okay to do you know i would think about again coming back to our conversation conversation around blogs can you take that podcast transcribe it putting as an article format on your website. Um, no, don't just rely on the audio because at the same time you build, as you're building this, what we call the content machine, you're also uh, wanting to build your relevance inside of the search engines, right? You want Google when someone searches, uh, like my question was, you know, what is microcurrent therapy, okay? So I want to see an article on your website that, that answers that question. Okay, and I want it to be in depth, and I want it to be the best one on the on the internet, right? Um, and so, you know, I would go to Google, type in micro, what what is microcurrent therapy, and look at what's coming up on page one. Same thing that we did just did with Erica's, um, and then look at compare those and go, okay, how can we do a better version of all of those, right? Um, and what's going to separate and make yours different to everyone else's is going to be your case studies, right? Because in your content, and Erica, you need to be doing the same. Is in your content, they just talk about the technical, this is how it all works, the microcurrent therapy, you know, these are all the things that involves in that, but also share stories within that. So within that you say, well, you know, you know, we know this works, this particular thing works because we actually had this client who came in with this particular injury, uh, you know, let me tell you about that particular client, right? And you may not give the name because privacy reasons, that's fine, but just give us a fake name and, and you know, and, and, men, and be clear that this is, you're, you're keeping the, uh, confidential the name of the client right for, for privacy reasons um uh, because that's there is this thing happening in the marketing world where businesses will go and copy other businesses content tweak it so it's not straight plagiarism right so google doesn't notice it's it's been you know direct you know that's what's happened um the way to counter against that is to actually embed your own stories and your own perspectives because no one is going to have the client list the experience, the worldview that L has, no one's going to have that, you know, the client list, the experience that Erica has. Um, so make sure you, this is why I'm so big on case studies because you can incorporate those case studies in your content and you should be with every 
article, every podcast, everything you, that you put out there, always make it a habit to mention at least one example of a, case, or of a situation or case study client that you've worked with, right? Or, the, or someone that you've helped because that way people go, oh, yeah, you know, you're not just giving me the tactical, technical stuff, but you're also giving it from real world experience, which is what we value most. Hey, what's up, awesome human? Before we get started with today's episode, I just wanted to invite you to be a guest on Authentic Influence Podcast. For founders and marketers of B2B services or software companies that want to get more leads and sales online, our B2B content audit interview will concentrate on coming up with practical ideas to assist you to improve the results of your content marketing. The ideal guest would be a founder or marketer of a six or seven figure B2B service or software business wanting to grow their website traffic and generate more leads online. This is all 100% free. So head on over to www.simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit. That's simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash live audit and sign up for a content audit interview today. Now here's today's episode of Authentic Influence. Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, if you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Authentic Influence Podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co. 